come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And hey, um, what's going on out there? I, I know you can't actually answer us, but... Uh, sure they can. Well, they can, but we won't hear them answer us, so it's not really much point. But you know, <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all about the, the thought that counts, right? So we're thinking about you. And uh, yeah, today we decided we were going to do the podcast from the Caribbean. Yeah, which part of the Caribbean are we in, Matt? Very, very North Caribbean. In fact, some people call it Florida, but, um, you know, I, I prefer to call it the Northern Caribbean. <laughs> the Northern Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, you've got the Eastern Caribbean, the Western Caribbean, the Southern Caribbean. Why is there no Northern Caribbean? I Right now, I am declaring that Florida is officially the Northern Caribbean, at least up to, like, Fort Myers. So, but we're north of that. We are. So That's we're not true. in Northern Caribbean. That's true. Okay, that's that's fair. We're but, we're just north of the Northern Caribbean. Yeah, but we could drive there. We I mean, could. driving to the Caribbean sounds pretty good. Although right now, I don't think we want to be too close to down there. But all right, so here's what we're actually going to be doing. We decided that we would take a look at the Caribbean and based on sort of how things are split up. So really, it's 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 a little more complicated than than. I guess, Eastern and Western and Southern, I guess you could say the Northern Caribbean is the Bahamas. Although some people would call that part of the Eastern Caribbean. Or just the Bahamas. Or just the Bahamas or the Antilles. Or there, there's, it gets really confusing. So there's, what, there's, no, there's no straight answer. No, it's kind of like, is it K or key? I, nobody knows. I mean, everybody has an opinion. Nobody, nobody knows. So what we decided to do is we decided to kind of use our own little system to, to break up almost all of the islands in the Caribbean that cruise ships visit. And uh, and today, we have chosen one of those sections, which is the Bahamas, and we're going to go through all of the ports in this area, and we're going to tell you what we think are some really interesting and fun excursions you can do at these ports. Now, some of them we have done, most of them we have not done. So we had to do a lot of research to kind of figure this out. You may listen to this and we may miss your excursion and that's okay. That's what the email is for. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Send us an email. What did we miss? And, uh, and we'll bring it up on the next show. So, yeah. All right. So, so here are the islands that we're going to cover in this particular, this particular episode. So we, we may do other areas down the road but for the bahamas we're talking freeport nassau and we threw in bimini in there because we know virgin voyage is going to get their toes in the mix pretty soon and they're going to the bimini also we've been looking at bimini pretty hard because we can take a little boat over to bimini and there's some really interesting diving going on in bimini there's also castaway k key k Coco K, that one I'm just going to stick with Coco K. Princess K, still going with K. Look, Castaway K is just going to be K, I think, because Half Moon K and Great Stirrup K. So these are these are all of the places that we are going to cover in our Bahamas stuff, all those things that we just mentioned. So some of these are private islands specifically owned by certain companies, cruise companies. Other ones are uh, open to everybody, and, and that's where we kind of started. So, what do you think, Kimber? Should we uh, kick this off? Let's dive in. There we go. You know, <laughs> look, look, I'm glad you said that, actually, because everybody knows, or if they don't, then this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, which is a really weird place to start. Uh, everybody knows that we kind of lean towards the underwater stuff, and uh, we did lean towards the underwater stuff, for sure, in these, but we did try and think of it from everybody's point of view and perspective. So uh, we may not, 
you know, excursions are and cruising is different for different people. We may not feel the same way as you do about certain things, but I think we tried to throw in some stuff that's that's for everybody or at least people that um, it's even if you don't scuba dive. It's not all diving. We do have some diving in there. It's not all diving all the time. All right. Yeah. Where are we starting? We're starting in Freeport. Have you been to Freeport, Matt? I have not been to Freeport at all. Have you been to Freeport? I have not been to Freeport. It's. I mean, it's not really free. I don't know why they call it Freeport. <laughs> it's a port. It's a port. You can get there from most of the cruise lines, including the Bahamas Paradise Cruise Line. And uh, you can also just get a, a kind of a water taxi-ish thing down or over to that too. It's further north. The Bahamas are further north than I think a lot of people realize, or at least maybe it's just me and I'm projecting on everybody else. But when I think of the Bahamas, I don't, it takes me a minute to think that a lot of the Bahamas are further north than Miami, which is weird because they they feel more tropical. I definitely didn't realize that until I went to um, Nassau. You you Nassaued it? Uh, yeah. In the winter, and you Nassau felt it in the winter too. Uh, yeah, Bimini is actually the closest one to Florida, but we we're not at Bimini yet. We're at Freeport. No, let's let's go back to Freeport, which is Grand Bahama. Uh, so okay, so what did we find would be the highlights, the the standout things, the unique stuff that you can do in Freeport? So let's back up a little bit and tell everybody kind of how we made these decisions. So we went to the for what we would consider like the major cruise lines. So we went to Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and MSC and looked at their different excursion options at these different port stops. Right. And picked out what we thought would be like the most exciting. So not necessarily the one we would do, not necessarily the one that we, you know, have done or are dying to do, but what we thought looked like really cool. Right. And if there was something unique that you could only do, or if we thought this was the best place to do it, we were kind of thinking of it from that angle as well. So Freeport, the first thing that jumped out to me was the open ocean dolphin swim. Yeah. That one sounded really cool. Yeah. And we only saw this on carnival, correct? This was the only... Yeah, I don't know if it's only available through Carnival or if we just didn't see it on the other ones or if you could book it independently. Yeah, I'm sure those are options. Yeah, we didn't do that much research into it. We wanted to really focus on what the excursions were, but it's definitely the only time I've ever seen anything quite like that anywhere, really. I'm sure it exists other places, but it's the only place I've seen it. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. It's basically you, you go out on a boat and you swim and hang out with wild dolphins right now wild being in quotations i'm thinking uh they are not pen they are not captive but i'm sure there's some sort of interaction that keeps them coming back so it's kind of like the stingrays at stingray beach in the in uh, grand cayman or or something of that nature and actually i say that it's the only place i've seen it but i did see something mentioned about that in, in bimini which we didn't actually put in the bimini one so i can mention that here and and it's a little hard to tell uh, they kind of advertise that on their website, but I didn't see an excursion for it. But it said open water swimming with dolphins. And it wasn't Atlantic bottlenose dolphins. I don't know. We need to know more about that one. But yeah, a lot of people may feel that there's some ethical challenges to swimming with dolphins that are kept in sort of a penned environment. Um, this this would be maybe the compromise to that. Uh, some people might still be against that, but uh, this is definitely a kind of a cool idea, and I would like to know more about it because it looks really cool. It looks really interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd like to scuba dive. Like, I've slammed with dolphins once when I was, like, 15, and, you know, you got to, like, ride on – hold on to their dorsal fin, and they pulled you around and stuff like that. But um, – but still, I, I was on the surface. You know, I was snorkeling. Um, I was discouraged from swimming underwater. So, yes, I was in the water with them, but I wasn't really in the water with them. I would love to – I don't know if you can scuba dive with the dolphins here, but I would love to be in a more open environment where it was kind of like I was visiting them and it was their home. I don't know. I, I swam with wild dolphins in Panama City one time. You did? I did. Was it like a set-up excursion kind of thing? 
Um, I think so. I, I honestly don't remember too much of it. I went with my friend who ended up getting sick on the boat. So they like dropped her off at the beach. And so I was kind of like, I was by myself with a bunch of people I didn't know. So oh, I was, I was kind of like, I don't know, uncomfortable because I'm the kind of person that likes to be with someone all the time. So I remember we weren't allowed to touch the dolphins or anything like that, but it was kind of like if they came over and touched you, that was fine. Okay. Um, but it was, it was right off the beach. Okay. The dog is yeah. definitely interested in something that's happening outside, but it was, it was close off the beach. Like we could see my friends sitting there and I remember the dolphins swimming around. I don't remember too much more than that. That's interesting. So that I think would also, that would be like another step further because I'm pretty sure that this one mentioned that you would have physical interactions with the dolphins and I assumed that meant that you would touch them but I, I don't know I don't know so that's interesting so if anybody's done this in Freeport or if you've gone to Bimini and done this or or anywhere else um, let us know fantasticcruising at gmail.com I am curious about this because it sounded really it sounds really cool it sounds really interesting I'd like to check it out yeah and then the other one that we have is diving at Shark Junction. Yes. So you can do a glass bottom boat trip to this place called Shark Junction in Freeport. But you can also dive in Shark Junction. And, and it, it gets the name because there are sharks there, which I guess that makes sense. It's like a junction for sharks. It's a conjunction junction what's your function it's sharks sharks yeah so um, i would like to dive with as many sharks as possible that is something that i want to do and uh what's cool is that i have dove with sharks but usually they're just nurse sharks which you know i mean i nurse sharks are cool don't get me wrong but you'll see nurse sharks and apparently quite a few uh reef sharks caribbean reef sharks there as well which is kind of cooler you know, if like the nurse shark is like the, I'm trying to think of something that would be moderately cool and really cool. I'm not like a car person. I'm trying to make a car reference and I'm not a car person. If I, I don't, I, I, I'm so I probably shouldn't even try that. But anyway, if the nurse shark is something that's cool, but not like amazingly cool, then the reef shark is like really cool. And then if you get like a bull shark or a tiger shark, you know, it's just it's subjective it's, though it's I like seeing it. the soft shell turtles in our backyard though that's cool but then like seeing a sea turtle show up oh that's a perfect yeah that's a perfect analysis of that analysis analogy what is wrong with my vocabulary today it seems to have gone the way of the you didn't take your daily nap i didn't take my daily nap i don't always take anyway <laughs> that's freeport um, look, I was surprised when we decided to do this and we started doing our research. I'm like, well, Freeport's going to be a wash because I know people kind of complain about Freeport a lot. I haven't been there. I do know my buddy Mark went snorkeling at someplace called Dead Man's Reef and he was very happy with that experience. But I kind of thought, you know, well, yeah, like Kimber and I would like dig that, but most people probably wouldn't get as much out of it because Mark's kind of pretty much just one of us. So uh, but I was surprised. There's a lot to do in Freeport and uh, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I agree. I When we were looking through, I was like, there's not going to be anything at this one. Yeah. But there were. There were lots of things. Speaking of underrated ports, the next one we have is Nassau. Nassau, the most visited Caribbean port or second most visited Caribbean port. It's definitely one that most people that have cruised have probably been to Nassau or Cozumel. So uh, Nassau has a lot. And what is number one on the Nassau list that we that we put down? Number one is the Atlantis Water Park Aquaventure. Which you've you've never been to Atlantis, right? I've not. I've been to Nassau and we did a, a stingray thing. Um, I would love to go to Atlantis, not just the water park, but Atlantis as a whole. But yeah, the, I've the heard, aquarium and yeah, I've never been to any of that, so I've heard that the water park is like phenomenal. It's supposed to be really good. Now I have been to Atlantis b just briefly on part of a tour. We didn't really. We walked into the casino. We saw the architecture on the outside. Um, I've I've always stayed away from Atlantis because it's a uh, it's kind of on the pricey end and and it. 
Well, I like water parks are fine, but I mean, I don't go to the ones here, so I'm not really looking for that necessarily. But um, the aquarium is supposed to be top notch. And for people that do really like water parks, this is supposed to be one of the better water parks out there. So if you are a water park fan or you just like really big, impressive hotels, then this is the only place you can you can really do. Well, it's not the only place you can do Atlantis. There are other Atlantis resorts. Did you know that? I didn't. Are they underwater? No. I mean, not that have been discovered. But <laughs> no, there's there's one in uh, like Dubai or something like that. I don't, I don't know. There's more than one, but there's only one in the Caribbean. This is it. So, you know, pretty, pretty cool stuff. Now, I'm going to throw something in there that is one of these things that I think is unique um, to NASA. Uh, it's not necessarily the most amazing excursion or anything you could do. It's not really even an excursion. It's just one of these things that I think if you're on NASA, you may not want to miss. And that is the John Watling's distillery. You now you how many times have you been to Nassau, Kimbra? I've been to Nassau once. So you just went once you did the stingray thing and that was it? Yep. Okay. I've been to Nassau a lot. I've been to John Watling's twice. Basically you can walk there from the port. Um, you can take a free tour which includes John Watling's is a rum distillery. All right. So, I mean, where, where else is more appropriate to get rum than the Caribbean? That is where you should be getting your rum from, right? Like the Caribbean is, I mean, the Bahamas, Caribbean, whatever. I I call it all the Caribbean. You could be nitpicky. I'm not going to be nitpicky. That's where to get your rum. John Watling's makes some really, really good rum. And if you take the tour, you get to do two things that are really awesome. One, you get a free sample of some of their rum, which is really tasty. And you get to smell some rum barrels, which is wonderful. So uh, definitely highly recommend it. And then you can also buy rum from them. You can buy rum drinks while you're there. They have a rum that is uh, distilled in a, um, in a whiskey barrel. And it is amazing it's also kind of expensive but uh next time i go i'm gonna shell out the cash and get it it's it's pricey it's like a 100 bucks or maybe 200 i don't remember it's pricey my friend roy and i almost split it but we live too far apart now we're a little bit closer i think i'd split it with him we went back but anyway check out john watling's distillery definitely if you like rum and you're looking for something that's free or really inexpensive this is a good a good place to go so this is completely off subject, but you said you said their rum is distilled in a whiskey barrel. Yes. So my favorite port is also distilled in a whiskey barrel. Your favorite port, port wine? wine? Oh, the one that we get up at, at um, St. Augustine. Augustine. Yeah. So yeah. you said that and it made me think of that yeah. port and I really want it so, uh, now. <laughs> so like, but here's the thing. So they also have the St. Augustine distillery, which is a... Well, they they make bourbon and they make gin and they make vodka and they have they have another distillery in St. Augustine that makes rum, but uh, really I think their 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 gem is their bourbon and they have a really expensive bourbon that is actually put in port barrels and I don't really like it that much, especially for the price. Like I prefer their you know their lower end bourbon to the one that's in the port bottle but or the port barrel but uh but on the other hand they trade with that winery yeah san sebastian and that works really well oh my gosh that is like so i think we need to go back i think the i think (laughs) the thing to learn from this is that things taste good when they are put into um bourbon or whiskey barrels but not necessarily when other when whiskey is put into other barrels i don't know you know maybe i'm wrong maybe there's some uh maybe there's some rum barrel stuff that i would like maybe i'm just a whiskey fan i I don't know but it's good stuff sorry to go way off subject there but (laughs) you said that and the first thing i thought was i need another bottle or five of that port wine yeah we need to make a road trip yeah okay next up uh we've got well i'm going to talk about this one because this one is one I found out about on accident. Now, this is a diving one. Okay, but we've given you two things in NASA, so I think we can give you a diving one here. I was on a, the Lolita Loca group cruise a couple years ago, and um, there was a gentleman on that cruise with us who went diving. I didn't go diving. I went 
and went to the distillery and hung out with people. I had a great time. It was a really good time. I didn't, I've never even really thought about diving in Nassau. I've snorkeled there. I mean, it was awesome, but compared to other places, it's not that impressive. So I was looking for other things to do. So we get back on the ship and, um, and, and the guy shows me a video of his dive and there are sharks everywhere, like everywhere. And I'm thinking, what the heck? I've been to NASA how many times? I've never dove here. That's that's never going to happen again. Next time I go to NASA, I am diving. They have a two-tank dive that you can do there. And uh, I think where you go kind of depends on the weather and conditions. But this is what this says in the description from the, the Carnival one, which is what this guy did. Uh, it says, you may explore a 100-foot freighter in 50 feet of water or the famous James Bond rack from Thunderball, or that's in 40 feet of water, or you may dive on the Cessna that was used in the filming of Jaws. So, and there's sharks there. Like every review, they saw sharks. So reef sharks, not just nurse sharks, reef sharks. So basically you go diving here, there's a good chance you're going to get to dive with a piece of Hollywood, which is really cool because uh jaws and james bond come on come on and then you're gonna see sharks like how cool is that bottom bottom yeah i don't know you know i I always say i want to dive with sharks and, and i've never really had an opportunity to dive with sharks other than like by chance or at the aquarium but now that we've been looking at a lot of diving like there's shark dives all over the place there's shark dives in the Keys, there's shark dives in Jupiter, Florida, there's shark dives in Bimini, there's shark dives in there, everywhere. Freeport, I'm going to do, a, I'm, this is my prediction. Look for me to do a lot of shark diving in the next few years. Lots, sorry mom, lots of shark diving for me. Will you take me with you? Obviously, I have to. <laughs> That'll freak my mom out too. <laughs> All right, so that's Nassau. And uh, next up is the island of Bimini, which we could only really look for what Virgin is offering because they are the only cruise line that's, they, I mean, they're not going anywhere yet, but they are the only cruise line that will be going to Bimini. And, uh, and so I guess let's just start with just saying they have the, the beach club at Bimini, which it's sort of like they're like, we're going to talk about private islands for the next ones. Cause they're all private islands by the different owned by the different cruise companies. This, this is sort of, it's not, they don't own Bimini, but they have a beach club there. That's sort of all inclusive. I, I don't think that, I don't know if the alcohol is all inclusive there, but they, it's really, it sounds really cool. Like you stay late, with their their plan of cruising and there's like bonfires and stuff and it looks beautiful um it sounds really cool they've got like like there's a meditation area and you can do yoga and then there's like a party area and there's like just a chill area like yeah it sounds really cool they're pushing like this dj thing which is not really my bag but i know a lot of people think that's really cool um and and i'll tell you what really impresses me about virgin is that they are they seem to be they seem to be and i hope that they really are very dedicated to envi- being environmentally um green like as much as they can they're they're trying like to the point where not only do they not only do they give you uh sunscreen because they don't want you to use your stuff which has the stuff that'll kill coral reefs in it but they use a not super cheap sunscreen that is the only one i know of that is actually for sure reef safe to the best of our scientific knowledge right now because there's a lot of them that say they're reef safe and a lot of them are like the mineral based ones and there's a lot of controversy as to whether those really are but there is one brand which um we're gonna look up the name of because i can't think of it off the top of my head (laughs) but uh there's one brand it's actually actually it was produced by a student that went to eckerd college i believe right here in the saint petersburg florida area and it is um it's the standard in like actual sunscreen that works which is another problem with reef safe sunscreen doesn't work very well stream to sea stream to sea thank you stream to sea uh and they my understanding is it's just going to be in like pump squirters you can just get it and use it like that's awesome like hats off to virgin for taking those kind of steps and and you know 
putting out that expense to shows that they care. I mean, if you don't care about saving the coral reefs and you're cruising, I don't know what's wrong with you because that is probably the reason why you cruise is to go to these crystal clear water areas. If there's no coral reefs, the fish, every, it's not going to be that environment's not going to be there anymore. So, um, you know, if, if you like freak out about plastic straws and, and sunscreen and stuff, then stop cruising because, um, you're destroying your own thing that you love. Anyway, soapbox over. Now, next, uh, Bimini, what else have we got? Um, a great hammerhead safari and scuba dive. Okay. So it's diving with hammerhead sharks. Now they're speaking of shark dives. Yeah. And um, based on what I read, it's there. it goes through a dive center, and it's the only dive center that goes to this place and knows how to dive with them or I don't I don't know I didn't I don't remember exactly what it said but sounds cool I want to dive with hammerhead sharks right like that is in my hammerhead sharks and there is multiple species they are in my top five list of shark species so it's it's not cheap the, I think the one we saw was like gonna set you back like 350 like, bucks yeah or 350 like I think so but you yeah. know what I would pay that in a second to dive with hammerhead sharks like that. I would say I would chalk that up as well worth it. So uh, I don't think you can snorkel with them. So I think this one is going to be limited to divers. I don't know of anywhere else where you can dive with hammerhead sharks other than doing like liveaboards or places that are way out of the Caribbean. Like I don't know of any other cruise ports where you can dive with hammerhead sharks on a cruise and I'm pretty sure most of my sea, you have to go out on a liveaboard. So that's really cool. Really cool. And then we have one more that we threw in there for the non-divers, but the people who still appreciate the underwater views. And that is the Sapona Wreck and Shark Snorkel. Yeah, so you get, still get to see sharks, but you don't have to go underwater to do so. Apparently you get to see them snorkel, which is really cool. I don't know how, I don't know why a snork, shark, a snork. A shark would want to snorkel, but uh, apparently that's it's a shark snorkel, right? Sharks would look really cute with snorkels. <laughs> Can you imagine their little mask and snorkels? <laughs> that would be that would be pretty good. Look, we we've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on scuba diving because that's who we are, and one of the channels that we really like is a channel called Divers Ready, and uh, and the the gentleman that runs that he talk he does he talks about all kinds of things diving related but one of the things he's done is he's gone to Bimini and uh filmed himself diving the Sapona the Sapona sticks up out of the water so it's really shallow and he just brags about this wreck and says it's you know a, a bucket list wreck don't miss it and uh it's got a really interesting history it was i think it ran aground in a hurricane it was smuggling alcohol rum i think i guess during prohibition or something i don't know i don't know i haven't i haven't looked into it i will when i eventually dive it or snorkel it but yeah definitely a cool thing to see if you watch some videos on it it looks like it'd be a cool place to snorkel or dive and i guess there's a lot of sharks around that too so uh or 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 they take you to another place where there's sharks again reef sharks i think as well as i don't know bimini Bimini is one of the top places for shark research in the world. There's a lot of shark research going on there. And I know a lot of the uh, shark people were very anti-cruise lines coming in there because they were concerned that they would tear up the mangroves and that's a shark nursery and stuff like that. So I really am hoping that Virgin is doing this the right way. I feel like they're making an effort to do that. I know that Richard Branson has actually partnered with some of these shark environmental groups. So... I hope it's not. I hope he's walking the walk and not talking the talk. I think he is. And you can take advantage of that by experiencing some of these amazing animals if you go to Bimini. All right. Next, we're going to go outside of um, outside of the, the big four, I guess you would say. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is maybe it's the big five because we're, we're talking Disney here. Uh, Castaway Key. K. Yeah. Castaway K. I decided K, right? Okay. So Castaway K, um, it's a Disney port. It's a Disney island. It's uh, well, it's part, it's on an island, and part of that 
is a resort owned by Disney. I don't think I don't know if they own the whole island. I think it's their whole island. Like is it? it's a little island off of a bigger island. I think it's their whole island. Okay, I, at I don't least know. based on the map that I looked at. Yeah, it's it's anyway. It's it's a private resort for only for Disney cruisers, and obviously you have to be on a Disney cruise ship to get there. Um, yeah. What what did we find on on Castaway Cay? Um, so they had a lot of like the standard stuff, like you can rent some snorkeling gear, you can, I, they may have had a kayak thing. Yeah, I think they did. Um, Kayaks, bicycles, maybe. Yeah, bicycles. Like, like it's just kind of kind of some standard stuff. Like there was nothing that really, really stood out to us. They did, they did have a couple fishing. Yeah, they had. Excursions, which you don't see as often, I don't think. And they had two or three of those. If you're into fishing, that might be something you want to look into. It, it seemed very family oriented. Yeah, there on their island, they had a snorkeling excursion. Um, I, the the pictures I saw of it didn't. It looked like something that I would rather just do from the beach, not pay for. Like it looked like a beach snorkel, but um, I don't know. I think the thing about Castaway Cay is that the the thing that's unique and probably awesome is that it is Disney and Disney is going to do things at a level that most places can only dream of. And so, especially if you are a family that's cruising, you know, just the fact that that is specifically a Disney port is probably going to be something very unique and uh, really cool. Is You know, if you like Disney, it's probably going to be the bee's knees as they say. So are the mouse's knees? Bees have more knees. I think that should be more impressive. Although, I don't know. Do you go with quantity over quality when you're talking about knees? I When it comes to knees, I'd probably say quality over quantity for knees. So then you go with a mouse's knees. Yeah. Cause, okay. Because you don't want to have like a lot of bad knees. No. Bad knees are not. That's not. But like when it comes to cruises, I'd probably go over quantity over quality. I'd rather cruise Qu- more than have like. Okay. Sh- less amazing i mean all cruises are amazing but you know what i mean anyway i don't even know what we're talking about anymore mouse knees anyway (laughs) let's move on to probably the most infamous is that the right word the most famous of all the cruise line private islands which is of course coco k yes i don't know if you heard the dog sneeze at that particular moment (laughs) Perhaps Reno was trying to answer the question. I'm not sure. <laughs> but the answer is not. <laughs> it's it's actually, yes, Coco K. <laughs> so what, what what do people need to do when they're in Coco K? They need to go to the water park. Right. Which is called the Thrill Water Park. Yes. It's got the tall. I think they brag it's the tallest water slide in the Caribbean or something like that. Yeah. Have you, you've been to Coco K, right? I have been to Coco Cay, um, I think three or f- three times. I think three times, but all before the re- the big huge renovation that happened like a year or two ago. So, uh, Coco Cay is one of my favorite private islands. I, in fact, I'm just going to say it. It's my favorite private island that I've been able to go to yet. And uh, the reason it's my favorite island is is there wasn't a big water slide or anything there. It's because of the snorkeling there. The snorkeling there is phenomenal. And I, I now that they redid it, you don't have to tender over there or water shuttle. Oh, no, that'd be tenders. It's Royal Caribbean. You don't have to tender over there. Uh, so you can just pull up like you do at other port stops. And uh, that would be nice. But I don't think they tore up the snorkeling area, which is good because they've got like a plane that's sunk in the water. They've got some concrete in there. But what I really like about it is uh, it's got a huge snorkeling area, like really big snorkeling area that's designated for snorkeling. You can dive there too, by the way, but I I don't know. I haven't done that. But anyway, there's a lot of different little ecosystems within that. There's there's grass flats. There's uh, rocky rubble. There's the kind of wreck areas with a little bit of coral growing on it. So you see a lot of diversity in the animals there and a lot of animals there. So I've had a really good experience there snorkeling. Uh, I will say there's a lot of fire coral there. So, you know, like always don't touch anything, but especially there. Uh, So, but it's really cool. So that's actually on the list as well, but it's, we've got other things on the list too. What else do we have on that list? The hot air balloon. 
Yeah, where can you do that? And I mean, I don't know of any other ports you can do that cruising in the Caribbean. Do you? Um, no, I don't think I've seen hot air balloon anywhere else. It's unique, and I think you can do a you can do a hot air balloon in Orlando, right? Yeah, at Disney Springs. Which I mean, but it's it's not like. Like, it's connected, so it goes up a little bit, and then it comes down. I like think, it, I think that's what this is. Is it? Yeah, I think okay. it's the same It's the same concept as the one at Disney Springs, which I guess it'd be kind of cool to see Disney Springs and, um, you know, see the theme parks and stuff from the air. I don't know. I, I'm, you're not getting me in a hot air balloon, so it doesn't really matter what I think. But uh, it would be extra cool to see, like, the, the Caribbean island, I think. To, you know, I think that would be really beautiful. That'd be cool. I would do the hot air balloon. I know I, you would. I would I would actually Have want fun. to do like like an actual hot air balloon. Like nope. one that's not connected to a rope. Nope. <laughs> Your mom will go with me. She would. Until I can until I learn how to fly, I'm not What no. if what if we get mm-hmm. enough Coco Locos in you? Well, that is the other thing about Coco K. They have the Coco Loco drink, which is really good. So that's one thing I would say. Don't miss that if you if you like the alcohol a little bit. Um, and you like coconut and there's other things in it too. I think there's papaya. I don't know. There's it's loco. It's loco. It's totally loco, but it's good stuff. So it's, I probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. You wouldn't like it cause it's coconut. Yeah. You're weird. You don't like coconut stuff. I don't know. So that's Coco K. Um, I, there's a lot to do at Coco K. There's so much going on there. But, you know, we're trying to pick out the highlights and, and unique things. And I think that really tall water slide, uh, well, not one water slide, but water park and the hot air balloon, I think those are pretty unique. And um, and I would say don't, you know, don't miss out on the snorkel. If you like to snorkel, I know you want to do all those other things, but I'm telling you, there's some good snorkeling at Coco Cay. Well, that's why... Most, well, at least some of the, the cruises that go to Coco Cay, like, go there twice. Do they? Yeah. that's. Oh. I, I was looking at some like that. Like, they go there, and then they go somewhere else, and then they go there on the way back. Oh, so you can cool. do both. Or you could just snorkel twice. Or you can, whatever, whatever you want to do, it's your <laughs> cruise. Make that's it your right. own. That's right. Don't or be do a, exactly what we say. Don't be a bad shipmate. That was last episode, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so moving on, we're going to stay. No, we're not going to stay. We're going to go to the um, we're gonna the Carnival Corporation and Princess K. Yes. So what, is, what does Princess K have to offer? You've been to Princess K. I have not. I have. And when I went to Princess K, we hung out on the beach, and I went out and snorkeled a little bit. Saw lots of really cool fish. Um, so we have beach day on there. Um, there's not... Like a ton of excursions, but it's a really nice beach. You can sit there, you can see the ship, you can see the beautiful water, you can get in the water and go snorkeling, play, splash around. And then the other thing that they had there that like really stood out to me as we were, you know, we first got there, we walked along the sidewalk and there's all these like brightly colored bungalows. I'm just a bungalow everywhere I go. No. Yeah. And and they were really cool because it was like you could rent the little private bungalow. You could like store your stuff in it. You can lock it up and go hang out on the beach, which was like steps away. So oh, you can lock it up? Yeah. It oh, had like cool. the doors. There were doors that you could like lock and stuff. So they they were really cool. And after we saw them, I was like, man, we should have done this. That would be But handy. it was fine. We, we hung out on the beach. We did some snorkeling. My friend... Ashley decided not to snorkel, so I snorkeled and she watched our stuff. How dare you, Ashley? And um, like you, you use your um, key card. What's it called on Carnival? I can't remember the Carnival's name for it. The little key card thing. We'll just um, call it a key card. Yeah, to get your drinks and stuff, so you don't have to like pay different money. You can just use your C pass. Is it called C pass? C card. C whatever. That's, a, that's what we dive with. Is a C card. <laughs> Whatever it's called. They, they <laughs> Your ship card? Ship card. I don't know. Yeah. They all have different names for yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I can't remember any This is how right long now. it's been since I've cruised. I don't remember <laughs> what these things are called. I forgot what cruising is. Yes. Somebody I mean, we could Google me. it, but I'm not going to Google Everybody knows what we're talking about. Anyways, so that's, that's what I have to say about Princess K. Yeah, and you know, one of the knocks I've heard for Coco K, and I, I don't know, th- I've never heard anybody go there and knock it this way. 
But I've heard you, people that you're back on Coco K. Well, yeah, but there's a reason I'm going to okay. come back around. And one of the and but I've heard people that talk about Coco K and they're like, I don't want to go to Coco K anymore because it's all built up and blah blah blah. And look, I I kind of was sort of curiously leaning that way at one point too. I was worried they were going to destroy what I loved about Coco K, which was the kind of the serenity and the peacefulness of it, which I I, I don't think they have based on people that have gone there, but. These other islands like Princess K, that's really what it's all about. The unique thing, the great thing about these kind of islands is just that. It's just that it's it's the cruise company. So it, everything is easy. Everything is like goes along like it's like an extension of the ship. And it's just about relaxing and having a really nice beach day. So if, if that's something that you know, appeals to you. And that appeals, I think, to most Caribbean cruisers. There are some that don't like that. Then this is, you know, this is going to be another one of those good stops for that. And that is the highlight, I think, of Princess K is just that experience is the actual highlight. So, yeah. And that's true also of Half Moon K, also owned by Carnival Corporation. I have been to this one on two different occasions. Um, Yeah. And they have Something similar to the bungalows. First of all, let me say that I know a lot of people who have cruised a lot and they will tell you that Half Moon K they think is the most beautiful place they've been. So I, I don't know that I agree with that. I think it is beautiful. I, I think that I would, I would give that to a couple other places over it, but it's close. And I certainly think it's a gorgeous, beautiful place. But um, they've got something called the Private Oasis. They've got some like bungalow type things and stuff there too but the private oasis i see it when i snorkel because it's along the snorkel area it's on this little like jetty almost and there's like a water slide that goes into the water they have their own hot tub they've got a butler i think that waits on them they've got their own food and drinks bartender and chef now look it's expensive i think the price may vary but the one the price we saw was like sixteen hundred dollars or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but you can have up to twelve people. Right. So if you have a group of people, then that becomes suddenly that becomes fairly very affordable, and I think that includes drinks. From what I could tell, that includes like alcohol. So yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. It wasn't crystal clear the way it was worded, but I think it does. Anyway, if you've got a group of like twelve people then that is something you might want to consider because it's close to the ship too. And it's a beautiful view. And if you do want to snorkel, it gets you right in the water, right by the best snorkeling, which the first time I was there, I missed the best snorkeling completely. I don't know how, because you know, I'm the kind of person that explores and goes around, but I missed this whole area. Second time I went there is when I saw the, uh, the octopus and that made that boosted half McKay up to one of my favorite cruise ports just because of that experience right there. So yeah, consider one of these bungalows or, or a private oasis, oasises, uh, because if you've got a group of people, depending on the size, they suddenly become very affordable and they can enhance your experience. And they're different on these different islands, like the next one, the last one we're going to talk about, which is Great Stirrup K, which is owned by who? Norwegian. Norwegian. So um Neither one of us have been to Great Stirrup K. Nope. But we but, we looked at them. Yeah. They've got some cabanas. They yeah. look pretty cool. It looks like you get a fruit plate. Are they the ones that had like the things that look like hotel rooms? Or was that the yes. princess? Yeah, that, okay. yeah, that's the one that had, it looked like there were like some hotel like, rooms. Like villas. Which, yeah, which stuff. we did not put on this list because yeah. we thought if we're going to a private island, we don't want to be in like a hotel bedroom. No. No, we I want don't. to be like out there. Right. The cabanas are more kind of open. They're like half like, half yeah. open. It's like sitting on your deck. Yeah. Only you're in the Caribbean. Yeah. The other one's like sitting in a hotel room in the like no. That's no. I mean, if you like that, I'm not judging you, but no. And they're expensive too. So the cabanas though were pretty reasonable. Like it didn't give you the actual price it said a starting at price, but um I mean, I, yeah, I but you can have, um, depending on which one you get, it was like six to eight people right. starting at $200, which of course it could go up depending on what cruise you're on. Right. What but, time of year and stuff. But I mean, if it is $200 for six people, that's very affordable. Right. Absolutely. Especially compared. Now they don't have, 
uh, like alcohol wasn't included. So, but I think they do give you like some fresh fruits and things. So and wait staff and stuff that come take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's it. That's that's our assessment of the Bahamas. Uh, we thought about adding. Well, I thought about adding Bermuda into this, but they. I don't know. They're like on their own little space way out away from everything else we'll have to figure that one out but but we we will probably do a eastern western and southern caribbean version of this at some point it's not going to be week after week probably but uh, but that's that's our opinions what we think what we saw from our research let us know what you guys think again fantasticcruising at gmail.com have you been to these places have you done any of these excursions we mentioned have you done something we didn't mention what did we miss well now we finished the whole you know like looking at all the ports and stuff and uh we kind of went back and looked at that dolphin thing and uh in Bimini, I don't know about the one in Freeport, but in Bimini, the dolphin swim is not with Atlantic bottlenose dolphins, which is the only dolphins I've ever seen interactions available with from cruising. But it is with Atlantic spotted dolphins. So they're going to be our cruise creature this week, the spotted dolphin, the Atlantic spotted dolphin. Have you ever spotted one of these dolphins? Um, Only, no. I can't even make something up. No, I've never <laughs> spotted one. You haven't spotted one of these dolphins. Well, look, they look a lot like an Atlantic bottlenose dolphin. Everybody knows what Flipper looks like. They're maybe a little bit smaller, maxing out at just over seven feet. and uh, But they're close. They're close. One thing that makes them different, though, is where they're found. So they have a pretty large range all throughout the Atlantic from North America and South America all the way over to Europe and Africa. But they uh, they they will kind of hang in shallow water, but shallow being a relative term here because Atlantic bottlenose dolphins, you can find them in deep water, but they're the ones that you'll see right along the coast. You'll see them in, like, for example, Tampa Bay has a large population of dolphins. You'll see them all around Florida all in the canals and things like that where the depth may be five feet deep, 12 feet deep, 20 feet deep. Spotted dolphins are a little bit more particular about their depth. They are looking for deeper water, usually 60 plus feet deep. So you're not likely to see them close to shore, not super close to shore, not from the beach, certainly not in canals and bays. Not saying it's impossible, just highly unlikely. If you do see them, they can be a little tricky to distinguish. They do, like I said, they do look like the bottlenose dolphins. And when they're young... They don't have the spots, which is why they're called spotted dolphins. So they look even more like Atlantic bottlenose dolphins. And if that's not enough, they often hang out with bottlenose dolphins. So uh, they they don't like to make things easy for you. But uh, but if you do see an adult spotted dolphin and you get a good look at them, you're going to know you're not looking at Flipper, which is a bottlenose dolphin, because they look different. They got, they're, they're gray, kind of a light gray, but they have dark, dark brown dark black or dark gray spots like speckles all over their body and when they're younger they just have that counter shading we've talked about that before sort of darker on the top lighter underneath they still sort of have that with the speckles and everything the spots as they are older but they're really cool dolphins and uh here's some good news that you don't hear all the time this marine mammal this cetacean is not endangered it's not even listed as a threatened animal so how about that for some good news that's really good news right it's not always bad and sad now that doesn't mean that we can just go and do whatever we want to these dolphins because you know they we don't want them to end up on any of those lists they have been hunted historically and are still hunted a little bit in certain parts of their range but in most of the areas they are protected and even though they occasionally get caught up in things like gill nets uh, they scientists don't really think this is having a huge impact on their population. That's not the case with a lot of their dolphin friends. So, uh, so that's good. That's good news for the spotted dolphin. Uh, there may be a population of around a hundred thousand, at least eighty thousand. So, it's good news. Now, here's the other good news: um, you can swim with these dolphins, and if you do there's probably going to be a bunch of them because these dolphins are fairly social, which is, you know, most dolphins are kind of social, 
but they may have social groups of up to 200 animals at a time. That's a lot of dolphins, Matt. It's a, yes, that's a huge pod. So, you know, they don't always have that big of a pod. Sometimes it's more like 15 or something like that. But uh, 50 may be a more average large pod. But they could be in big these big groups like that. So that that is a huge group of dolphins or pod of dolphins. And sometimes they will mingle with Atlantic bottlenose dolphins. So you, like you said, you might see them mixed in. And that would make that pod even bigger. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm going to throw in real quick. One of the reasons that we picked this creature as our cruise creature this week is because I wanted to know what the dolphin was that was in the picture for Bimini. So I looked up Bimini dolphin swim, and I found a video um, that had... how, How many dolphins do you think were in that video? I think the number you're looking for there is a lot. A lot. There were so many. I was like, okay, we've got to do this as our cruise creature. Like over 20. Oh, yeah. And they might not have all been been the spotted dolphins. So I think some of them may have been the, the bottlenose, but I don't still. Know. They, might, they might have just been juveniles. Though. They might have been. Some of them had like tiny spots on their bellies. But anyways, ton of them. And that was, it was crazy. I was like, let's, let's do this. Now, if you do go snorkeling with the dolphins or if you can dive with the dolphins, they do dive as well and they can hold their breath for about 10 minutes, although they don't usually stand there that long and they can dive down really, really deep. But most of the time, they're only going to hit 30, 40 feet and then they're going to come back up. They're also known for their acrobatics and playfulness. Now, I realize I'm saying this about dolphins, okay, and everybody's going, yeah, Matt, they're dolphins, like you're, are you really saying that they're known for their playfulness and acrobatic? Like they're dolphin. That's what dolphins do. But these guys are within the dolphins of the world. They are particularly known for that. So they're like, you know, it's like the soft shell sea turtle thing. They're they're like <laughs> more acrobatic and uh, and playful than a lot of other dolphin species. They have reputation for liking to ride the bow waves of uh, boats, ships, and they like to jump out of the water and do their little fun little acrobatic things, which is kind of cool. They like to eat fish. They like to eat squid and octopus, and um, which is pretty standard for dolphins. They they do hunt in packs. They hunt together. They make a lot of different noises for communication, and of course, just general dolphin things. Um, they have a flat flattened tail. So whereas fish will have a tail that is flattened. Uh, or vertically so it's up and down so they when they swash their tail back and forth it's going left and right mammals marine mammals cetaceans dolphins and whales they have a uh, flattened tail that's vertically i think i'm saying horizontal horizontal thank you that i am saying that right now horizontally flattened tail and they move it up and down so and they are mammals so they do have to come up for for air they can't they don't have gills they can't breathe underwater so they have to come up and, and get a breath of air. They have their blowhole, which is on the top of their head, sort of like their back, kind of technically. But uh, there's and and I don't know if people always know this, but they're they're blowholes, not blowholes. So when you see a dolphin or whale, they're basically that's their nostrils. Okay, that's that's like where they move to over time. <laughs> so uh, there's two of them. There's two there. And, uh, and that's how they breathe. That's how they get their, their oxygen from the air. And, um, yeah. They also, of course, use echo, 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 echo location. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they if they're lucky enough to live in the Caribbean where the water is crystal clear, then maybe they'll rely on vision. But they also have this echo location, which basically means that they are making certain sounds, clicks, that is traveling, sound travels, and it hits something and it bounces off of that and bounces back to them. And they have sort of this melon shape in their head that uh, can kind of absorb that sound, those vibrations. And it gives them, I guess the best way we can kind of understand it is it gives them a, a mental picture of what things look like instead of based on how light is reflecting into their eyes, which they have, they have that too, but uh, it's how sound is is bouncing and echoing back into their their brains. So hard for us to really understand that. The closest thing we can get to that would be maybe be something like sonar. But 
you know, that's probably not even close to as detailed and as easily and naturally read as echolocation is for an animal like a dolphin. So if you're out on the cruise or if you go on one of these excursions, you could possibly spot a spotted dolphin. And that would be, to me, a truly fantastic experience. And speaking of fantastic experiences, let, let me just give a shout out to our patrons over on Patreon. If if uh, if you're curious, we have a few Patreons, Patreons, patrons who uh, help us out financially and they get some perks. And, uh, and we really appreciate that because uh, there are some expenses with the podcast. Not a ton for us for this podcast, but we have a little bit. And so they help us cover those costs and they get postcards every month. Usually we forgot one, but they're getting a bonus for us for getting that month. And we started a new thing where we are doing a Zoom hangout with our patrons. We've been doing it every week. We're going to keep doing it every week for a while. Now that we're going back to work and stuff, I don't know if things are going to get crazy. We may cut it back, but maybe not. Maybe we'll increase it. Who knows? Anyway, we've been playing fun games and having lots of camaraderie. And uh, yeah, so thank you to them for helping keep fantastic cruising going and uh we appreciate you guys so just wanted to give that shout out right there all right so we've got a few more minutes here and i've got a would you rather for you okay okay so would you rather go on a cruise yes (laughs) where you are in an interior room and you're not allowed to leave your room until you get to a port and then you can go to ports or one where you can leave your room, but you can't get off the ship for ports. Well, I have some questions. So okay. is how many ports, how many sea days, that sort of thing. Um, That's important. It's a, it's a five-day cruise, two ports, two sea days. So like the one that we just did. So let's say it's that cruise. I'm getting off at the ports. So you're going to stay in your room for all but the two days? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, because I mean, that depends on the ports that we visit too. But if we're going to Grand Cayman and Cozumel, yes, my time at port is more important to me than my time on the ship. That would still be a bummer, but I would that's what I would choose. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I kept going back and forth because even if I can't get off the ship... At least I can see stuff. But now that I can dive, I want to do that. So I think I would choose to stay in my room and get off in ports. And while I'm in my room, I can basically do what I've been doing in quarantine and just watch videos of the things that I want to do. (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming you can get food and everything, so. Well, yeah. I mean, you just don't have the regular food experience because you're in your room. Yeah, I mean, that'd be terrible. But I, I think I would, if I had to choose, that's I would choose that. It's a really hard would you rather. I shouldn't have come up with that one. Well, that's kind of the point of would you rather, though, yeah, isn't it? it is. What would you guys do? Let us know. Send us an email at fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Matt, I stole your line. You did. That's not the first time. When else did I steal your line? You always steal my line. You steal all my lines. Whatever. Line thief. I am not a line thief. Anyways, well, so this, about, what? I was going to say, it <laughs> looks like it's about time to head for the horizon, right? Hey, that's my <laughs> line. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see how it feels? No. Okay. Anyways, what I was going to say was this episode made me realize that there are some ports that I want to go to and some ports that I may have been to that I actually want to go to again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm hoping we'll get out of, of doing all these different highlights. Yeah. Looking at things. Cause usually I'm very one minded when I'm looking at certain things. So looking at it from uh, what is the coolest option or the, you know, completely out there kind of option makes me see things differently. Okay. Anyways, I think it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody.
Taco Tuesday. Um, it's it's neither Tuesday or Taco Day. We're not gonna have tacos. I don't know. Are we gonna have we're gonna have tacos? What else are we gonna have? I don't know. You told me we weren't eating dinner tonight. You said we weren't allowed to have dinner. I did not say. We, we I, ate lunch at like 3 o'clock and you were like, that means we won't have dinner tonight, right? And I, I like, said what? we probably weren't going to have like a full dinner because we'd probably eat so late. But you want tacos. Well, I'm hungry now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I pulled out the beef. <laughs> <laughs> The ground beef from the freezer. <laughs> I'm not going to even touch that one. <laughs> Go cook it. Let's have tacos. All right.